It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Friday. Welcome in. Love Fridays, usually. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Justin Kalen on the other side of the glass. Friday, March 3rd. One more game left in the regular season of college basketball, and then tournament action begins. It's already begun in the smaller tournaments, but in the smaller conferences. Next week, championship week, Big Ten, good luck figuring out the bracket. (laughs) I got six teams, 11 and 8, and it's tied for second. Michigan beat Illinois in overtime in Champaign last night. They're both 11 and 8. Indiana, Iowa, Northwestern, Maryland, all 11 and 8. Michigan State, 10 and 8. They're going to get hosed because they're not going to get to make up that game against Minnesota. Purdue's the one seed. That's all I can tell you. Everything else, Indiana could be the three, they could be the six or the seven seed. Don't know. But we will keep, I will let you know Monday. How about that? Is that fair? Seems fair. I'll let you know Monday. By the way, be careful today, folks. If you don't have to be out between now and 6 o'clock tonight, then don't be out. Some spring cleaning to take care of after this storm today. Batten down everything in your backyard and don't drive if you don't have to. The possible tornadoes are coming. The winds are definitely coming, 60 to 70 mile an hour winds, thunderstorms, lightning. Uh, Jefferson County Public Schools in Kentucky called off today. Southern Indiana called off as well, Scooter, I'm guessing? A number of schools did, yeah. Charlestown Regional is canceled, uh, sectional is canceled tonight in 3A Indiana basketball. The Seymour sectional has been postponed as well. Uh, Matt was going to be on the call at 6 o'clock tonight, Jeffersonville and Jennings County. That is postponed. Uh, see, uh, the Southwestern Hanover sectional is still on or at least up in the air right now. Uh, I'm supposed to be on site tonight, 730, for Providence and Brownstown Central right here on the Big X. But we shall see. If I have an update before we go off the air, I will give it to you. M&M Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as always, 502-414-1450. You can still get your free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit or steak and egg burrito or bacon, egg, and cheese croissant along with any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottle of soda when you become a new Refreshing Rewards member. Simply download the Thornton's app, register for Refreshing Rewards, and earn your free breakfast. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Nine days till Selection Sunday, Scooter. That's just bonkers. It's great. It is great, yeah. This is why I hate February, because that's 28 days that I'm just waiting for March. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. But at the same time, this time of the year is super fun, but at the same time, it it goes super fast. And at the end of the day, or when you realize that it's over, you're like, hmm. Don't have college basketball until well, whenever. At least I'm a baseball fan. That's true. People that aren't baseball fans, yeah, it's oh man, tough time. I guess XFL's underway. Mm, right? 
That's tough to watch. NBA still going. So, you know, segue from the Final Four into the, you know, run to the NBA playoffs. By the way, the Lakers aren't going to make it. Nope. They won last night. But LeBron, this injury, three weeks, and then they're going to reevaluate. This is worse than we think. This was a non-contact injury. He didn't turn an ankle on another guy's foot when he came down. This is one of those where you go, you, it's, this might be more serious than we thought. Plantar fasciitis are words you don't want to hear. Well, and it isn't that he's coming back in three weeks. He's going to be reevaluated yeah. in three weeks. Which means he may be done for the season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb. Rick Pitino is going to be the next head coach at Texas. LeBron's done for the season. I thought you, you, I thought you were going with Rick Pitino going to be a head coach of the Lakers. No, no, no. <laughs> Texas. I'm dying on that hill. Um, so, Selection Sunday, six days away. Unsponsored, nine days away. Unsponsored six-pack coming up in the final segment. I literally wrote them down when I got here. No research whatsoever. So, it's either going to be 0-6 or 6-0. Bet it both ways. Bet a 16 parlay both ways. Or you can bet them all single and hope you go like 5-1. and one. But what if you go 0-6? You have If you have a 16 parlay with me and a 16 parlay against me, you're going to win a lot of money if it goes on six. But the odds are you're not going to hit or miss every pick. you got to get out of your parlay mindset. Never. <laughs> Never. I'm not you. You know, I'm not Trevor Kelsey. I mentioned to Trevor during a radio high school broadcast the other night that I, yeah, I kind of like Louisville's money line against Virginia Tech. He ran with it. He took it. He bet money on it. Don't do that. Ton of money. I didn't want to say how much, but don't do that. And then he wants to blame me. <laughs> That's why when people say to me, who do you like? I, I rarely do I tell them. Usually I don't like anybody. I don't like the game. <laughs> Even if I love somebody, I don't want to be blamed for your gambling loss. It's one of those things you got to keep to yourself. You're not going to credit me when you win, and you're not going to give me any of your winnings. But if you lose, it's my fault. Yeah. So, <laughs> so true. I'm not. Uh, I'm not helping out. Everyone listening can relate to that. Um, all right. Before we get to sports, Alec or Alex Murdoch, Murdoch, the um, Netflix documentary, three episodes. Murdoch, what's it called? Murdoch mystery, scandal in South Carolina. Yeah, something like that. We've watched it. It's been on Netflix for a couple of weeks. Fantastic. Well done. Twists and turns. Episode one kind of didn't have anything to do with episode three. I mean, it 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 went from one tragedy to a different tragedy. Well, the father, spoiler alert here, earmuff it if you don't want to know. The father got convicted yesterday for murdering his wife and his youngest son on the farms on the uh, the farm, the shooting gallery. They got a, they had a ton of guns. So, like two life sentences. Two life sentences. Uh, with no no chance for parole. Now this is a family that was just they ran the the small town in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They were lawyers. Uh, the the oldest son got kicked out of law school for plagiarism. The youngest son was just an entitled little uh, twerp who you know drank a lot, had a lot of parties. And not a lot of people liked him. Not even his friends didn't like him. Let's put it that way. But uh, what do you think about the verdict? Were you surprised at all? No, no. I mean, I mean, 
was this, is there a chance that this dude was on so much painkiller medication and hooked on it that he really doesn't remember what he did? I could believe that, yeah. Now, the, the his defense attorneys wanted it, the case dismissed because uh, of all the publicity and the fact that uh, they thought it was it was being used uh, you know it was it was too much of a public knowledge case that there's no way it could be a free, a fair trial here and maybe they got a point did they ever but this dude did it did they ever touch on what happened to the rest of the family members like the grandpa that the son always called what was his name uh, Randolph Randolph yes yeah. yeah. so is Randolph still alive I don't like, think so I okay. doubt it yeah they never touched on any of well, that well so. but remember his his alibi was he had gone to visit his parents. Uh-huh. So I guess he is still alive. Yeah, he had gone to visit his parents, who one of which had dementia, and the other one was they were both just very elderly. I'm wondering uh, if there's that some, was his alibi. I'm wondering if there's some behind the scenes things working where Randolph trying to work his magic <laughs> one one last. Well, time. these it, it's, it's a common story. We see it all the time. You got money, you think you can get away with everything. Mm-hmm. You think you can cover up anything. In fact, in episode one. They're quickly trying to cover up the fact that their son was drunk driving a boat and had a wreck into a bridge and killed something. That was so cowardly, too, to blame that other kid. Yeah. Poor Connor. If you haven't seen it, Murdoch Mystery Murders, Murdoch, Murdoch Murders, whatever it's called, uh, it's, it's fantastic. It's three, three hours at the most, three episodes. It's great. They've got to do a fourth episode. Well, and, and trial. If you do watch it, don't get confused when Alex goes by Alec and Murdoch <laughs> is pronounced that, Murdoch. Yeah. Does make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. I, I stopped it to go back and see what the name really was. I'm going, am I hearing this wrong? <laughs> Why is there a CK on the end of this guy's name? It's A U G H. But Alec Murdoch, two life sentences. Found guilty yesterday, no chance for parole. Um, yeah, he's he's not gonna. And that's just. I don't think he does well in prison. What that's just the beginning, too, right? I mean, I I think he's tied to some of these other ones. The housekeeper well, one is super the, sketchy. Uh, yeah, and the kid that got found in the middle of the road that uh, apparently didn't get hit yeah, by a car. Yeah, yeah him that. too. A lot of sketchy. Ooh, a lot going on there. All right, welcome to the show. Welcome to this sports call-in show. Um, all right, Antoine Davis, let's get to that real quick. 3,664 points. He is the son of Mike Davis, and he's been chasing the Pistol Pete Maravich record all season long. Last night, Detroit Mercy, coached by Mike Davis, uh, lost in the Horizon quarterfinals 71-66 to Youngstown State. So last Game, regular season, or conference tournament game for Antoine Davis. He had 22 in the game, missed a three at the buzzer, and finished three points shy of Pete Maravich's record, 3,667 points. All right, this is going to be grumpy old man in me coming out. I'm glad he didn't get it. And hmm. look, the truth is, this team is 14 and 17. There is no way they should have another game. But the truth of the matter is, even though they will not qualify for the NCAA tournament, they do not qualify for the NIT because they have a losing record and they uh, didn't win their conference tournament. They could theoretically still be invited to play in the CBI, the College Basketball Invitational, in which case, without barring an injury, he would obviously get 
four points and pass Pete Maravich. Mm-hmm. He played. He's played 144 games in his career. Pete Maravich played 83. Yeah. Pete Maravich played three seasons. When you're back then, freshmen were not eligible to play. Right. Uh, this kid's played five full seasons. No three pointer back in the LSU Pete Maravich days. Here's my thinking on it, John. And both guys were coached by their father in college. I want him to get it because? strictly for the fact that how cool would it be to say that the NBA and NCAA scoring records were both broken one year? Like, that would be awesome. Well, I'm grumpy. I'll stick to being grumpy old man here. By the way, if they want to get into the CBI, I didn't know if you knew this. I read this today. $50,000 entry yeah, fee. Yeah, I, I did, did know that. The yeah. universities have to pay $50,000. Now, most universities, that's chump change. Detroit Mercy, I got a feeling that's not chump change. What do you What do you think they have to pay for? For the exposure they're getting when the tournament nobody's watching? Hotel rooms to be put in, you know, travel expenses, things like that. Um, See, I read that as that fifty thousand dollars they're where giving. Where does that go? Exactly, that's not going to their hotel rooms or any of that. That's going to be an additional cost outside that fifty thousand. I guess I fifty thousand's going to the CBI tournament for whatever reason. I want to be a member of the CBI tournament no committee. I'll invite everybody. <laughs> We're going to have a hundred eight teams. We're going to have whoever's left over. So let's don't confuse this. Pete Maravich and I, look, I never saw him play. I'm not quite old enough to have seen him play. But surprising, yeah. Well, games weren't on TV back then, and I was probably, you know, six. <laughs> he died when he was forty. By the way, did you know that? I didn't. No, that's sad. Yeah, um, he was a master with the basketball. He could do anything with it. Great shooter. Liked to pass it more than shoot it because he was an acrobatic. He was. He was Jason Williams. Remember White Chocolate? He was Jason Williams before Jason Williams. He was magical with the basketball. Um, but no matter what Antoine Davis does, if they play in the in a tournament and he gets the record, I, look, Pete Maravich, in my mind, will still be the all-time leading. Yeah. Just sense. like Hank Aaron's the home run leader. All right, let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline, bring in David. Hello, David. How are you today? Happy Friday. Oh, well, yeah, happy Friday, John. Um, I know the one thing you're talking about, the uh, Detroit Mercy I would be for whatever, if, if they could somehow work something out to get that into that CBI tournament just to see what Davis would do if he could make, you know, uh, uh, well, break that scoring record, or what he, do you think? Oh, he would break it, it's still, but it's still, oh, yeah. still going to be lesser competition, David, because right. he's not in the NCAA tournament, he's not even in the NIT. This is the third-level tournament, so, I mean, he, sure. would, he would break it easily. Uh, Texter just said Maravich had more shot attempts than Davis would have had. Well, well Maravich... He averaged 38 attempts a game one year. 38. That's yeah. A, that's, a, that's, that's a shot a minute. I do remember a Maravich game. I'm not sure exactly, but I think it was like I found one game on, was it Wave 3 or something, <laughs> where Maravich was a great player. I don't know if it was a Kentucky game or not. Oh, yeah, but, they had uh, great battles with Dan Issel in Kentucky. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it, wasn't it like one game, and I, I can't remember, uh, it may have found something or heard something, where like somehow Kentucky won the game, but Maravich got all his points or something. Yes, absolutely. Kentucky but they could shut them. down the rest of the team. They, LSU had one other decent player. That was it. So it was basically Maravich, one other guy, and it could have been me, you, and Scooter out there. <laughs> I mean, that's the team they had. They, 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 yeah. they never beat Kentucky. 
uh, Kentucky right. was a monster. And they were. Adolph Rupp would let Maravich get his points, but nobody else yeah. was going to score. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I just don't think a team that's 14 and 17, in my opinion, should be awarded a spot in a postseason tournament. That's all. Unless they win their conference tournament, they should not be awarded a spot. That's it. Pretty simple. Thank you, David. Appreciate the call. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah. Have a good weekend. And stay indoors. I'm going to tell everybody, stay indoors. Let's take a break. We'll come back, look at the uh, upcoming weekend in college basketball, revisit what happened in the NBA last night, and try to figure out who the number two seed is going to be in the Big Ten. Scooter's going to do that. He's got a four-minute break to do that in. He's going to tell me who the number two seed in the Big Ten Conference Tournament is going to be. We'll also update you on Louisville's game, Louisville women, who are in action right now in the ACC Tournament. Listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage Highline Open, 502 384 1450. 384 1450. If you'd like to talk to me live on the air. If not, the Thornton's text line is always open, 502 414 1450. Louisville women's basketball in uh, the ACC tournament. Leading Wake Forest midway through the third quarter, 49 to 28. Lady, oh, can't call them Lady Cards. Louisville women's team got a little break yesterday when uh, 12th seeded Wake Forest upset 5th seeded Florida State. So the Cards with a 21 point lead. Uh, again, 4.53 to go in third quarter. That's my latest update. They will get the winner if they hang on of NC State and Notre Dame. Eight seed NC State, one seed Notre Dame. Remember, the Irish lost their best player on Sunday with a knee injury in uh, the Yum Center. I was there. Did not look good. Uh, but uh, Jeff Wall's team up 50-28 to 28 now with uh, two and a half to play in the third quarter. Indiana women's basketball will uh, be underway here shortly as they will play Michigan State in a, just a few minutes here. One of two teams to beat them this year. Michigan State and Indiana, the nine versus the one there. Of course, the uh, Hoosiers, top seed, top five team in the country almost the entire season here. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really good. Um, who'd they just lose to? Iowa. Iowa, incredible game. Yeah, Caitlin it was. Clark. It was awesome. Ooh. And I love me some Grace Berger, Sacred Heart. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, her dad played at St. X. I know Todd very well, but uh, – Indiana, Michigan State, the Hoosiers trying to win the Big Ten Conference Tournament. They'll get underway. Big Ten Network, if you're looking to watch it, 1230, which is three minutes away. If you haven't seen Indiana's women's team, incredible. They're so fun to watch. They have all the pieces you need. They are. McKenzie's inside is is really good. Um, she's like the she's the equivalent of Trace Jackson Davis on the women's yeah. side. Terry I mean, Moore's done an unbelievable job with that program. Yeah. Unbelievable job. Sydney Parrish, can't, can't forget her. I can forget anybody. I can forget what I have for breakfast. <laughs> I try not to, but, you know, I, I just do sometimes. All right. Big Ten standings. Did you figure it out, Scooter? Everybody plays Sunday, I, including I've, Michigan and Indiana. So one of those teams is going to be 12-8. and eight, One of them is going to be 11-9. and nine. Correct. Yeah, so you've got Iowa, Maryland, Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, Northwestern, yep. all tied for that second spot. 
Iowa is playing Nebraska, so they're going to win. So Iowa will be in the top four. Okay. You got Maryland at Penn State. I think that game's a little sketchy, but I think Maryland ends up winning. They will be tied for second place that's gonna with be a, Iowa. That's going to be a system game, by the way. There you go. <laughs> I've got Illinois at Purdue. So Illinois is going to lose. They'll drop out of that. Out of Unless Purdue hates Indiana so bad that they lose this game on purpose to knock Indiana out of the double bye. If Indiana wins, it doesn't matter. Because as the standings okay. are now, it's got Iowa, Maryland, Indiana. So Indiana right now is the four seed as, as things stand. So that game against Michigan is really big. Because okay. the other one, uh, Northwestern, Northwestern at Rutgers. But Northwestern's tied with Indiana. They beat them twice. Yeah, I don't. So I'm not sure that. Yeah. I'm I, not sure that can't. That just because they're listed that way means that's official. It doesn't matter because Northwestern's at Rutgers. They lose that game. Rutgers lost at Minnesota last night. Northwestern loses okay. at Rutgers. All right. I'm well, telling you. So your your five, your top four seeds in the Big Ten, Purdue, Iowa, Maryland, Indiana. Who saw that coming? And and you know who gets – who's Michigan State play this weekend? Uh, Ohio State. Because they're getting the, the biggest screw job of all. They got Ohio State, so the second easiest team in the Big Ten. But they're going to be eleven and eight. But a couple of teams are going to be twelve and eight. True. And, and Michigan State, because of the tragedy, I understand why they postponed the game. It was the right thing to do. But they're not going to get a chance to uh, get to twelve and eight, and that so they're going to be stuck yep. in the five, six, seven spot somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm. Oh Which gosh. is scary. You don't. I mean, I wouldn't want to play Michigan State in that spot. Let me ask you this: And you got you got the schedule in front of you for the Big Ten on Sunday. I do. Indiana, Michigan play at four thirty. What time are, are these other games earlier? Uh, so you've got for the most part. They would be earlier, right? Maryland, Penn State at noon. Illinois, Purdue at twelve thirty. Nebraska, Iowa at two. So Indiana is going to know, yeah, where they're going to be if they win, Correct. and where they're going to be if they lose going into that game. Yeah, that may. Uh, that may be a factor in the uh, in the six pack. Just saying, just throwing it out there. All right, college basketball last night. Houston Scooter said no way they cover against Wichita State. <laughs> it was a push. <laughs> so so technically, he was right. <laughs> Houston eighty three, Wichita State sixty six. The Cougars are now twenty eight and two. They're going to be the one seed and probably the overall number one seed. Because in these other conferences, everybody just beats up on everybody else. So Houston, um, I mean, I know Alabama's number two, Kansas is three. At this point, Scoots, Houston wins out, wins the uh, the AAC tournament. They're the number one overall seed, right? Yeah, absolutely. No question about that. Yeah. They've had the best, most consistent season. And where's the final four? Houston. Houston. Uh, Fourth-ranked UCLA over Arizona State last night, 79-61. I did say on this program yesterday that with Arizona State's win at Arizona on the buzzer-beating 60-footer, Arizona State would have a letdown. Eh, It was kind of a letdown. UCLA played well. Still don't believe in the Bruins, but they uh, went easily against Arizona State, who is a bubble team. Fifth-ranked Purdue over Wisconsin, 63-61. System winner. Wisconsin was getting four, four and a half in that game. Uh, Purdue hangs on to win there at the end. And Arizona over USC in a late game last night, if you missed it, 87-81 in Los Angeles. That game was played. That's a system loser because uh, USC was only getting a point and a half or two. 21-9 Southern Cal. They're sort of a bubble team, too. 
but Arizona and UCLA, by the way, will play Saturday night. There's some great That's games a good this one. weekend. Yeah. Let's go to the Eminem Carnage Hotline. Luckily, he wasn't in studio this week because he brings everybody down when he's here in person. But Ed's on the line. Hello, Ed. I'm just kidding. I bring everybody I'm down. I'm just kidding, man. I'm, it's what I oh, do. I, I thought I was a positive it's what I do. Experience person. <laughs> Positive experience. I, okay. Yes. Okay. I'd agree with that. Sounds Ed. good. The, I believe. The glass is half full. Uh, my glass is always half empty. You know that. <laughs> yes, that's true. So what's uh, up today? I know you all have probably already said this, but the sectionals tonight, at, uh, I know uh, at Seymour and Charlestown have been postponed. And West tomorrow. Washington. All of those. And those West, three. And yeah. West Washington. Yeah, Have those are. Hope. Haven't heard about Southwestern Hanover where Providence is playing tonight. I haven't heard yet. I think it's still up in the air. Uh, but if if it's canceled before we go off the air at one o'clock, I will let the people know. And obviously, Jefferson County postponed their uh, regional tournament yeah. out of Valley tonight, and they pushed them to Sunday. Yes, the I, ones that are supposed the, to be today. Yeah, so. the seventh region boys was tonight. That's Manuel against right. Trinity and Mail against Ballard. That's going to just skip tomorrow and go to Sunday. Sunday's schedule will stay the same. Six region boys in the early afternoon, and then the girls six and seventh region finals in the evening tomorrow night out at Valley High School. That should be all should be interesting. And uh, I just an update, uh, we just had a tornado warning for Breckenridge County. So FYI, those folks down that <laughs> way, uh, hold tight. Uh, hang on, hang coming, on to something, man. I'm telling you. It, it's coming our way. It's, Real quick, how yep. important is it? For Kentucky tomorrow to, uh, well, let's flat out put uh, beat Arkansas. I think it's critical, Ed, because if they don't, they're they're going to be they're not going to get the double buy first of all, which is which is huge. Uh, and the other part of this equation is if they lose tomorrow, in all likelihood they are going to be on the same side of the SEC conference tournament bracket with Alabama and Tennessee. If they no, you don't want that, if they win tomorrow. They will be on the same side of the bracket as Texas A&M. So, logic tells me you just want to win. Stay away from Alabama if you can. That's everybody in the conference. And you also get away from Tennessee, who you've beaten twice. And I'm not sure I could tell you if they've ever beaten Tennessee three times in the same season. I'm sure they have, but not in the Calipari year, I'll tell you that. I think you're probably right there, uh... Uh, I don't know, like in the in the Calipari era, but uh, so it's a uh, critical win. It's a critical game for them, and it didn't have to be. All they had to do was beat Vanderbilt at home the other night, and they couldn't do it. Well, uh, another thing is uh, this Arkansas team. Ever since they beat Kentucky and Rupp, uh, they've kind of gone downhill a little bit. They have. They're nineteen and eleven. Nick Smith is back. Um, they're trying to imp- improve their resume. Now, I will say this. Kentucky has played much better on the road in the SEC than they have at home this year. They've had a couple of stinkers, obviously, but for the most part, right. they do not bring their A game when they're in a rep arena other than the Auburn game, really. They, play, they, look, they, they seem look to play better Auburn. on the road. Yeah. And the, the question I would have is, what's the what's the status of Case and Wallace? That's true. Because That's if he doesn't absolutely. play and Wheeler's not going to play, who's even going to bring the ball up the floor? That's a problem. That's a huge that, problem. That's a problem. That's a now, huge what problem. about the, what about Louisville at Virginia? Well, does it matter? Do you care? It matters to Virginia because they don't want a quad four loss uh, for seeding purposes. 
in the NCAA tournament. But I, I can't imagine any reason that I would think the Louisville players would get excited about this game. I just can't think of one. They're going to finish 15th in the league. They're going to they're gonna play the 10 seed on Tuesday, and then they're going to probably get North Carolina after that. If, yeah, they, can, if, if, College, they, can beat, right? if they can beat Boston College, yeah. Boston College. So that I, won't be easy. They, PC's played well lately. I don't know what the uh, – <clears throat> What the what the choice words in the locker room are going to be to get this team excited to play at John Paul Jones Arena on Saturday? Well, it's really there's no pressure. Just go out, play, have a good time, and let uh, whatever happens happen. Uh, I that's guess really all all you can kind of that you could kind of. Uh, they certainly should be uh, loose. There, there shouldn't there yeah. shouldn't be any pressure on them. Oh, absolutely! Not. And they and did it, they did play be. Ed. They did play Virginia Tough at Freedom at uh, the Yum Center. Yeah, and Virginia hasn't played well lately. Either. No, they that's, haven't. That, that's, no. that's another factor. If you could somehow get a win at Virginia or maybe win two games in the ACC tournament, that would really uh, you know, kind of wash away a little bit of the bad feelings about this team. Uh, Not a lot, if, just a little if, bit. Right. If they, could only, if they could only win one game, I think that would help a lot. Uh, Louisville, by the way, leads Wake Forest now 60-36 to 36 with uh, seven and a half to play. Uh, no coming back for Wake Forest today. No. They've come back in each of their two games in the ACC tournament, and they came back from 17 down against Louisville in the regular season. So I don't think it's going to happen today. And then Jeff Wall's team probably going to play Notre Dame. If Notre Dame can get by NC State tomorrow. Remember, we I was there last week. You you couldn't make it. But uh, Notre Dame lost their best player to a knee injury last Sunday. Uh, that won't be an easy game today for uh, no, it uh, will not. North yeah. uh, Notre Dame, NC State always plays well. It seems like in the uh, ACC tournament, uh, so uh, we'll, it should be a good weekend of basketball. Absolutely, thank you, buddy. Yes, sir. I will see you soon. Man, that's about as short as Ed's been. I like it. Right, efficient, efficient. He's, he's trying good. to trying to get back in caller of the year status. Oh, he's he's always in, in he's always in the mix. Yeah, you're right. Uh, let's finish out the college basketball uh, from yeah. Well, I did finish out the college basketball. The other one I wanted to talk about was Michigan Illinois. I don't know. I, look, Michigan is seven. Uh, let me see, let me get this. I want to get this right. Seventeen and thirteen. Eighteen and thirteen. Not good. Seventeen and thirteen. I think that's right. Yeah. But they're I'll tied confirm. for second in the league. They are selection Sunday is going to be weird for Michigan. If they lose to Indiana tomorrow or Sunday, excuse me, and they don't have a really good run, they are they're a bubble team. Hey, you lost to Kentucky. I hate to break it to you, that might be the one that puts you on the wrong side of the bubble. If they lose tomorrow, finish eleven and nine in Big Ten, that makes them seventeen and fourteen overall. They're out. But how many Big Ten teams go to the tournament? Eight, and if so, are they one of them? Is Rutgers one of them? I think I think eight may be a little generous. I think it's probably closer to seven. You got to fill up sixty-eight teams here. I mean, ACC's getting four, maybe, maybe five. If, if Carolina somehow squeaks in, if I'm on the committee, I'm leaving Michigan out. All right. I mean, I I don't disagree with that. Until you look at the standings and you go, well, my gosh, they're tied for a second. How can I leave them out? Illinois 
probably in. Indiana's definitely in. Northwestern's definitely in. Maryland's in. Iowa's in. How can I leave Michigan out? I love this time of year. The angst from the fan bases is incredible. Now, (laughs) the one fan base that has no angst at all is Louisville right now. They They couldn't care less. All Louisville fans doing right now is pulling against teams. Mainly Kentucky. That was a Louisville fan had a had a feast day on Wednesday when Vanderbilt beat Kentucky. Oh man, they loved that. They were all over social media. By the way, Michigan lost to Central Michigan. Not good. They lost to North Carolina. <laughs> it seemed okay at the time, but they it's got not. they got killed by twenty five against Arizona State. I mean, that's that's some bad losses. Yeah, and Arizona State's a bubble team too. So if it comes down to uh, those two teams, guess what? Arizona State beat them by 25. Mm-hmm. And the Pac-12's looking for teams to get in the tournament. UCLA, Arizona are in. After that, I mean, USC, question mark? Arizona State, question mark? The Pac-12 is, you know, if you're on that committee, you're you're trying to find a Pac-12 team to put in here. And if it comes down to Arizona State and Michigan, Arizona State's in. Michigan's out. That's just the way it is. I think McKenzie Holmes just got hurt. Well, let's take a break then. Figure it out. Figure it out. We'll talk a little NBA and the uh, unsponsored six-pack coming up after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment of the week, which will include the unsponsored six-pack. Michigan State leads Indiana 13-4 in the Big Ten Women's Tournament uh, midway through the first quarter. Something you want to own up to? Mackenzie Holmes is okay. Yeah, She's, she's back fine. on the bench. So all you Hoosier fans that weren't scare. watching the game and heard Scooter and had a heart attack, it's okay. I mean, I had a heart attack too, so that was real-time <laughs> emotion there. Louisville over Wake Forest, seventy to forty-three, three fifteen to play. So the Cards will advance to the ACC Women's Semifinals, and they will play uh, tomorrow. The winner of North Carolina State Notre Dame. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Bring in our man Buzz Frank. How are you today, Buzz? Well, I'm doing fine, Johnny. I heard uh, you got David f- call in, and then Ed call in. I figured I'd yes. get going. Way, way to go! <laughs> Smart move. Smart. Hey, that's how you win, Scooter. That's how you win. That's right. Uh, you got a night off tonight now, right? Yeah, I do. I, I don't don't have to head out to Valley. Fish and, fry uh, now, right? Boy, Fish fry? That, that, yeah, works for me. If, is any of them open if they don't blow away? Well, that's a good question. You know what? Catholic churches selling beer and fish, they'll be open. I, I, I'm sure I can find some somewhere, and that's always a that's always a highlight of the Lenten season for me. Uh, if not, you just go to Checks and get your fish sandwich, a bowl of chili. You'll be fine. No, no, uh, no meat that's, in that chili. You got bean chili. That's hard to beat. Yeah, absolutely. So what's up, man? Anything else? Is well, I heard you just, yeah, just had to be on the list for caller of the year. Is that all it was? That's what I did. I had to call you tonight. Right. I, I heard you mention heard you mention the XFL. Yeah, and I have watched a little bit oh of it. My it's, gosh. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> You're the it's, one. It's not high quality. Yeah, I am. No, it's not. It's not high quality football. I like the rule, for the sure. uh, scoring rule changes. You can go for three. Too. You can uh, get the ball back without having to do an onside kick late in the game. I like all of that stuff. 
but uh, you know, it's it's a carnival. It's a, you know, that's all it is. It's a carnival. It's something if so I'm flipping got- around and there's nothing on, and I, I hit it, I'll go. Oh, you know what? I'll give this a couple of minutes. But other than that, I'm not interested. Yeah, that's about it for me. About two minutes and all that. I do like the kickoff rule too, where the, where nobody can move until the receiver catches the ball. <laughs> Man, that's a way to return kicks, right? Hey, I, it's, it's much better than than catching it with a guy one step away from you. <laughs> He's just sprinted there to blast you. Getting ready to kill you. Uh, so Manuel <laughs> and uh, Trinity Sunday now, right? Sunday now. Seventh yep. region semifinals, and Mail will play Ballard. Uh, those are the, in my opinion, those are the four best teams, uh, you know. I mean, uh, I was hoping St. X could pull the upset against Trinity the other night. Obviously, they they could not, but uh, those are the four uh, district champions, and in my opinion, the four best teams in the seventh region. So it should be a heck of a doubleheader. Yeah, I, I, I especially think when, when you're talking about Mail's been on a a streak and playing Ballard that pretty much everybody's thought all year long was the best in the seventh region. That game in itself is going to be a barn burner for sure. Ballard was down 19 at halftime to Central the other night. I, I saw that. I was yeah. uh, keeping up with uh, Jason Frakes on uh, on Twitter, and I couldn't believe that. I couldn't just Central just couldn't hold on. Overtime, Ballard beats uh, Central. Yep. And Doug Bibby's final game as the head coach of the Yellow Jackets. He's been there a long time. And he left a good legacy. Uh, we need more coaches like Doug Bibby in, in uh, Jefferson County for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I right, uh, mark him down, Scooter. Mark it down. He called today. I got it. So uh, <laughs> thanks for the call, Buzz. Enjoy the fish tonight. Have a good weekend. Wait, let me let me just throw one more thing out. Okay, saw, Ed, one more uh, thing. Here we go. Well, we're talking high school here. I okay. saw the girls' Kentucky State High School champions last night. Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart. They are incredibly talented and very well coached. They beat a really good manual team last night. Manual's ranked second in the state, right? Yeah. And it was 18 points, I think, was the final? Man. Uh, Yes, and and Manual has three losses all season, all three to Sacred Heart. There you go. That's a really good team. Uh, Yes, it is. Yeah, they're not going to – that was the last chance I think they had to get beat last night. I I would – I would say if anybody else may give them a good game, it would be Mercy if they meet. They beat Mercy by 40 late in the year. I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, they're they're so good. Thank you, Buzz. Have they a good are. weekend. You're welcome. You too. All right, Scoots. NBA quickly. Washington beat Toronto last night, 119-108. My Pascal Siakam uh, uh, parlay did nope. not do very well. I told you. He had 13 points at halftime. He had 13 points when the game ended. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons that they lost. But Kyle Kuzma had 30 for the Wizards. Dallas beat Philly 133-126. to 126. Luka and Kyrie may have figured it out. They combined for 82. Luka 42, Kyrie 40. Uh, the problem with the Dallas Mavericks is they don't play any defense. First time in Dallas history they've had two 40-point scores. They were up 110-91 to 91 after the third quarter, and Philly scored the first 13 points of the fourth quarter. <laughs> and all of a sudden we had a game again. They don't play any D. Um, San Antonio beat Indiana 110-99. It was the second straight win for the Spurs after 16 straight losses. Greg Popovich didn't coach last night. He was was under the weather. Rest management or load (laughs) management. Well, he he started it all. He did. Jeremy Sohan had 22 for the Spurs. Golden State over the Clippers 
115-91, Jordan Poole 34. Steph Curry back Sunday when the uh, Warriors play the Lakers on ABC. So look for Steph to be back in that one. All right, it's time. Drum roll. Hope. Hang right, on. He wasn't ready, folks. I got it. I'm just. He's too busy checking the, where the tornadoes are hitting. I'm too busy watching this Indiana game. And time for the unsponsored six-pack. We'll make it easy this week. I'm taking a whole lot of home teams on the last weekend of college basketball's regular season. Let's start at the uh, at in Fayetteville, Kentucky and Arkansas, two o'clock CBS. Look. Kentucky's played great on the road this year for the most part. They haven't played well at home. They need this win to be a a, uh, top-four seed and get a double-bind in the tournament. But if Kaysen Wallace is not 100%, Severe Wheeler's not going to play against the Arkansas athletic defense, I don't know how they even get the ball up the floor. Who brings it up? C.J. Frederick, Jacob Toppin, Antonio Reeves. Tierra. Sierra showed the other night he's not the guy. I'm going to take Arkansas here. It's probably going to be a Tony system bet because I think the Hogs will be favored here mm-hmm. against the ranked Kentucky team. But I'm going to take Arkansas and give uh, whatever, however many points I have to give there to uh, the Wildcats. And Kentucky ends up being the five or I guess you hope they're the six because at least if you're the six, you're not on the same side as Tennessee and Alabama. No, they're not scared of Tennessee, are they? Well, they're not scared of anybody. Tennessee, especially with Ziegler out now, I don't think anybody's scared of Tennessee. And look, Kentucky's not scared of anybody. There are 50 teams in the country right now that aren't scared of anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the parody is like that. But I'm going to take Arkansas to win their home finale against a Kentucky team that's still shaking their heads about Wednesday night. Auburn and Tennessee, this game's in Auburn. I played the Bruce Pearl audio yesterday. Uh all right, Tennessee's ranked 12th. Auburn is unranked. They're at home. This is going to be a system game. Auburn might be favored. I think Auburn wins. The Ziegler injury is huge for Tennessee, and this is one of those games that could take them down a seed line. If they lose Saturday and then they lose early in the SEC tournament, they're going backwards. And with Zakai Ziegler out for the season now with the, with the uh, knee injury, Auburn 19-11, kind of needing a win right now. I'm going to take Auburn at home. Bruce Pearl against his own team, his old team. Virginia and Louisville in uh, Charlottesville, same time as Kentucky plays, 2 o'clock on Saturday. I just don't see any reason for Louisville to be excited to play in this game. I understand you want to get a bad taste out of your mouth. I get all that. You should be pressure-free here. You're not playing for anything. Uh, And Virginia, on the other hand, can't – take a quad four loss. They're already down to 13th in the country. They can't afford a quad four loss here. I'm going to take Virginia in uh, the second or third to last game for Louisville this year, and I'm going to give the points. West Virginia, Kansas State. This game's in Morgantown. West Virginia 17 and 13. It is a system game. I think the Mountaineers will probably be a slight favorite here over Kansas State, who's ranked 11th in the country. Two o'clock. But I'm going to take West Virginia at home, take the Mountaineers. If you got to give a couple, that's fine. Bob Huggins, last home game this season, maybe last home game, period, question mark? I'm taking West Virginia, giving Kansas State whatever I have to. Villanova hosting UConn. Definite system game here. Connecticut just beat down DePaul the other day. 
UConn's been playing very well, but so has Villanova. They're at home. They're going to be getting points. They're 16 and 14. UConn, you know, they're they're playing for seeding here, but Villanova's playing for their lives. I'm going to take Villanova, a team that's kind of on a roll here against the UConn team. I'm just taking the home team here. And finally, let's go to Sunday. Michigan and Indiana. I said this to Scooter off the air yesterday. Indiana destroys Michigan on Sunday. Why? Mike Woodson is mad again. When he got mad early in the season, when his team wasn't playing any defense, all of a sudden they were playing defense and they were winning games and they were winning big games and they were winning handily. Michigan's coming off two straight overtime wins, including an overtime win at Illinois last night. If they lose this game last night, I'm not so quick to jump on the Hoosier bandwagon on Sunday, but they won. And I think Indiana is smarting after that embarrassing loss to Iowa this week. I'm going to say Mike Woodson has his team as ready as they're ever going to be, and Indiana beats Michigan by 18. How about that? Hope you're right on that. You can adjust your spread accordingly if you'd like, Scooter. Alt spread. Alt spread. So Arkansas, Auburn, Virginia, West Virginia, Villanova, and Indiana, there's your six-pack. You didn't say Michigan won, did you? Last night? Mm-hmm. They didn't win? I thought you said that twice now. I did. No, Illinois won by four. They were up 79-74 with 35 seconds left in overtime. Now, I turned to, it off. Went to double overtime. Oh! This changes everything! It's 91-87. Illinois got it. I thought you said okay, Michigan Indiana won. only wins by 14 now. I thought you said in the I opening segment. Twice. Yeah, Okay. At least twice. You only caught me twice. I think I might have said it three or four times. How did they lose that game? They had that game once. So are they 17 and 14 now? They are 17 and 13. 13. Yeah. Okay. They were 17 and 12. This changes the whole show. Just this blew, is a do Just blew your mind. I told you I don't do any research. We got two minutes left? Two minutes. I told you I don't do any research, right? Yeah, I think Houston won last night. I'm not sure. <laughs> Wow. Didn't know I had to double check. So, if Michigan had won that game, they would be in second place alone. Correct. In the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. That would change everything. (laughs) No wonder they're on the bubble. (laughs) Man, I am stunned (laughs) by my my own lack of knowledge. And I can't believe I I got one texture who's just, just getting on me about everything, and he didn't bring that up. Or she, I don't know if it's a Missed their opportunity. I pride myself on knowing who at least won the games. (laughs) But when I'm writing the show, Scoots, I'll take you behind the curtain here. I just write down top 25 games and games involving Louisville or Kentucky or Indiana or Bellarmine. I I don't write down games of unranked teams, and Michigan and Illinois aren't ranked. Right. So I'm watching this game. And Hunter Dickinson has a couple of buckets in overtime. I think they went up 77-72, and there was under a minute to play. I guess you never, as a guy told me a long time ago, bottom of the ninth, you're up eight to nine or eight to nothing. Don't put the bats away. The game's not quite over. That's right. Right? I put the bats away too early last night. Oh, man. This is going to ruin my whole (laughs) week. That was a great end to Friday. It's going to ruin my whole week. (laughs) All right, I'll be back Monday, I guess. 
I'll double check that Michigan Illinois score and get back with you. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't know about the re- sectional tonight. I'm scheduled to go to Hanover. We'll see. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cardage on the Big Axe.